1: And now, to today's message. A month where we are going to hear the Word of God to assure us of our salvation and our walk with God. And I'm sure right from the Sundays through to the Tuesdays, we are going to hear hear, sermons that is going to instill the Word of God concerning our stand with Him with regards to salvation. Let's bow and pray. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We thank you, Lord, that your word is powerful. We thank you, Lord, that your presence is here. We give you glory. We know that our hearts are ready to receive from you. We thank you that we will not be the same. In Jesus' name, amen. So I want to share on the assurance of salvation say assurance of salvation and i take i take my scripture from first from first john first john chapter 5 it may be quite a long reading but from verse 1 first john 5 from verse 1 it says that whoever believeth that jesus is the christ is born of god and everyone that that would love him that begat please can you give me a softer version (laughs) everyone who believes that Jesus is Christ has become a child of God and everyone who loves the father loves his children too verse 2 we know we love God's children if we love God and obey his commandments loving God means keeping his commandments and keeping his commandments Are not burdensome. Say, not burdensome. Say, not burdensome. Verse 4 For every child of God defeats this evil world, and we achieve this victory through faith. Say, through our faith. And who can win this battle against the world? Only those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Do I have a witness this morning? Anyone that believes that Jesus is the Son of God has won the victory over life. Verse 6 And Jesus Christ was revealed as God's Son by His baptism in water and by, and by shedding His blood on the cross. Not by water alone but by water and blood and the Spirit who is truth, confirms it with his testimony. So we have these three witnesses. The spirit, the water, and the blood. And all three agree. Verse 9. Since we believe human, human testimony, surely we can believe the greater testimony that comes from God. And God has testified about his son. All who believe in the son of God know in their hearts. This morning, you are going to know in your heart. I said, you are going to know in your heart. Says that all who believe in the son of God know in their hearts that this testimony is true. Those who don't believe this are actually calling God a liar. Why? Because... They don't believe what God has testified about his son. Verse number 11. And this is what God has testified. He has given us eternal life. Somebody say eternal life. And this life is in his son. So it means that anyone who is looking for eternal life outside the son of God will not find it. It is in Christ. It's in his son. Verse number 12: whoever has the son has life. Say I have life this morning. Say I have life. Whoever does not have, have uh, okay, so who whoever does not have God's son does not have life. Verse number 13, and, and that is the last verse. I have written this to you who believe in the name of the son of god so that you may know you have eternal life after this morning we are going to be sure and be confident that we have eternal life one thing that we must know and we must be convinced about is that we are saved you must without any form of doubt you must be assured that you are saved how did you become saved when you believe with your heart the Lord Jesus and you confess with your mouth that Christ God, or, or, or that God raised him from the dead, then you became saved. You accepted him into your heart and that is one thing that you shouldn't doubt about. Just as when, if you are, a, in fact, if you are, if you are a man, you don't doubt that you're a man. If you are a woman, you don't doubt that there is a level of knowing that we have with the things of the world that must be applied to the things of the spirit one thing we must be sure is that we are saved say i'm saved what does it mean to be saved number one it means that all sins are forgiven our sins have been forgiven by the lord jesus and they are buried in the grave of god's forgiveness one day i was In in fact, I was just home and I was was on on this word. What does it mean to forgive? I was thinking about that word so much. Why? Because we have been using it often. If you say that I have forgiven you, what does it mean? Then a thought came to me that it means that giving love ahead of time. Giving love ahead of offenses. That is why God said that even while we were yet sinners, Christ died. He sent Christ to die for us. So God is saying that even before we sin, he sent forgiveness. He sent love ahead of our transgressions. What does it mean to be saved? Number two, it means that Jesus Christ, through the Holy Ghost, comes to live in us. To give us peace. Say peace. It means that if you are saved, you must have peace. Peace of mind and peace of heart. No matter what you are going through, it must be something you should hold on to. That God, I have peace. In the midst of the storm, as far as I am saved, I must have peace. And the Holy Ghost gives power. Say power. The ability to go through life. Those who are saved receive the power of God to endure what they have to endure. And to come through what they have to come through. To go through the fire and to come out unburnt. To go through the water and come out, not drown. That is one of the privileges of them that are saved. It is, it is that, which the, that which God gives unto us. Those who are saved receive the peace of God. And they receive the power of God. Receive the power of God this morning. In the name of Jesus. And then they receive purpose. Say purpose. It is not enough to be saved. It is enough to have purpose after being saved. There there is a reason why God has saved us. To show forth his glory in our lives, in the lives of others. So therefore, one thing he does is that after we are saved, he gives us peace. He gives us power and he gives us purpose. Number three, what does it mean to be saved? It means that when you die or when Jesus comes again, we are going home to heaven to be with him. Which means that when we all die, those who are saved and those who are not saved, we will all be going home. (laughs) The saved will be going home and the unsaved will be going home no matter what happens, you must go home. But your home is based on who you accepted into your heart when you were alive. It's like when you go and pick your, um, your, your son or your daughter in his school and say, uh, come, we are going home. They are excited. Why? Because they know the kind of home they are going to. So those who are saved, we are confident and we are assured and we know the kind of home we are going to a home that has its its streets made of gold a home filled with peace and joy a home filled with music and songs it's called a home so we must be assured as we are living there must be this sense that we must be setting in our heart that we are not safe for fun but we are safe to to go home one day there is a place for us Say, there's a place for me. Or say, there's a place for me. There is a place for us that Christ has prepared for us. And, and, and one day we will go home. And say, I will go home one day. Every Christian needs to be absolutely assured that he or she has received or experienced salvation. It is sad when you see, you see somebody who is saved but is not is not looking saved? <laughs> it's sad when you see somebody who is rich but is looking poor. I, in fact, I think it was just it was just um it was just yesterday that I was with um um um, um I think Jude. Then he, he just just showed me one guy and he said that this guy is from a rich home. And I didn't believe it. Why? Because the guy was in clothes and he was, you see those who, who just uh, find a way to patch the road and they, they ask for queers and he said that this guy is from a ritual, but he is not looking like it we are saved and we must look like saved we must behave like saved people we must experience what those who are saved experience you cannot be saved from darkness into light and not experience the things of light you must experience the things that saved people experience. It must be a concern if you are not sure, assured that you are saved. The Christian must not have these things in mind. Number one, don't have these, these thoughts in mind. The first thought is, I hope I am saved. You are working, then at the end of the month, you say, I hope I'll be paid. Uh, somebody says that I'll buy you a car I say I hope I'll get a car don't ask yourself or don't say I hope I am saved it means that you don't even know what being saved comes with N- number two I think I am saved and number three I am not sure I am saved these are things that when it runs through your mind, you even disqualify yourself from the blessings of salvation. Salvation comes with so much blessings, but it takes those who are assured that they are saved, then they can lay hold on the promises of God. If you are a Christian, you must know that you are saved, it must be certain, you must have that confidence. That as you accepted Jesus in your heart, he's truly in your heart. And you belong to him. If you are saved, it means that you belong to the man who saved you or the one who saved you. You are the possession of Christ. Say, I am the possession of Christ. Say, I am the possession of Christ. No, in fact, if you have a car, you will not drive your car anyhow there's something about your car there, there is something about, about your car that makes you want to keep it neat and keep it in shape so there's something about a saved person there's something about the believer that God would not let go easily in Christ is the assurance of salvation assurance of salvation is all about the security of destiny of the human soul we must not live like we are lost you must live like, like there is a place to go to when, when you see that somebody who is close is like like your, your friend, your sibling or even your parent should they even pass away Paul says that we must not weep like the ungodly there must be this knowing that they have gone to a better place when you see people weeping who are saved right they are weeping because of the memory they will have of the, of, of the one who has who is, who is passed but not because the person is dead we must live like those who know that there is hope after death say there is hope after death that is the assurance we must have why because if we go through things if you go through challenges and you give up you don't know what you qualify as a saved person why because he says that in the fire he will be with you and in the water he'll be with you that should be an assurance that you will not it is not that you will not go through the fire but the assurance is that I'll not be alone I'll not be alone when you are saved or if you are saved you must have the assurance that you are. God is always with you. It keeps you going through the tough times in life. It is he who is with you that makes the difference when you find yourself in hard times. Knowing that you are not alone. Knowing that you have strength. Knowing that there is somebody who is edging you on. There is somebody who is encouraging you. There is somebody who, who is empowering you not to give up. Is that assurance that I'm not alone. Place your right hand on your, your heart and say, I'm not alone. Say, I'm not alone. It is all about your ever living and never dying soul. Ever living and never dying soul. I am convinced that today, if I fall down and, and, and I die, because I have received Jesus as my Lord and personal Savior, when he comes, he'll come for my soul and people must have that mentality it makes us live cautiously why because you know that you don't belong to yourself if you are saved it means that the person who saved you owns you so it must it must show in our daily work it must show in our daily living it must show in how we how we act in life it must show how we relate in life for you to remain victorious in Christ you need to know that you are saved. The Bible says that those who are saved overcome the world. If you have ever felt to give up in life, but you have not given up in life, it means that you have an assurance that there's a victory that God gives you. To maintain victory, you you must maintain assurance the assurance of your salvation. Because of time, I want to just move on. It is impossible to be saved and have doubts about your salvation. 1 John 5 verse number 13. 1 John 5 verse number 30 says that I have written this to you who believe in the name of the son of God so that you may know say I may know or say I may know that word that know means being certain being absolutely sure being absolutely sure as I said if you are working in the company you, are, you know that they will pay you at the end of the month if you don't know, it means that you are not in a safe place. <laughs> you say, oh, I'm not sure they'll pay me. I don't know if it's because, because there's no money in the system and all that. But <laughs> it means that you, you, you are not in a safe company. I want to know. I want to just see my hands, those who are afraid that at the end of the of 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 demand they will not pay you. <laughs> you are afraid. You are you are in the company, you are afraid. But the knowing here is that be confident. Say, I'm confident. Say, I'm confident. You must be confident and not doubt. Say, I will not doubt. Or say, I will not doubt. I will not doubt that I am saved and I will not doubt that Christ is with me. People who lack assurance The reason why they lack assurance is because they cannot remember the point of their salvation. It's like randomly randomly you just went into a meeting and you just felt like raising your hands because others were raising their hands. The same way we can recall our birthdays, we must recall the day we became born again. It must be a day you must you must always remember. Why? Because it helps in the assurance of your salvation. The day you became born again, the day you gave your life to Christ gives you that assurance, knowing that this was the day I surrendered my life to God. It gives you assurance. One of the reasons why we also don't have the assurance is that we are not sure of the process we we went through. It's like... In fact, we can't tell that we, we, we did the right thing. In fact, some people don't even believe that it is so simple to have Christ coming into your heart and to be born again. So you'll be here and they'll say, those who are not saved, raise your right hand, wherever you are, and say after me, Lord Jesus, I thank you for my life. Come into my heart. Be my Lord and my Savior. From today, I'm yours. Thank you, Father, for saving me amen. We can't believe that this is a process. We think that there must be some gymnastics attached to it. We don't trust that the word of God says that those who believe in their hearts and confesses with their mouth are sin. So sometimes it is the process we have gone through that makes us doubt. And the third one is that because often because of the struggles with sin we fall in sin, the sins that that we have been battling with. There are certain things that I know that some of us we are trusting God to bring us out of of of, of some sins. It's like you, you just tried, you try to live well, you try to live clean, then by two weeks, you are back in you are back like, like a dog going back for his vomit so because you keep going back to your sins it's like am I really saved you can be home and say no 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 a saved, a saved person cannot live like this I cannot be engaged in this but you see this is why the Holy Ghost gives you power to overcome the, sick, the sins that overwhelms you this is why the Holy Ghost gives us power when we are saved and this money made the power of the Holy Ghost come upon us to overcome every sin that causes us to doubt our salvation in the name of Jesus. It could also mean that you think you are saved, but you are not saved. Some people are, are, are still not sure. So you see that they have to say, say they, they have to give their life to Christ like 20 times. Perchance, the first one you didn't end the statement. <laughs> it's like it wasn't complete, so you want to make it fine. So we, we just keep. i mean, saying it and saying it. So it's like we doubt that that God has saved us. Doubt does not mean that you have not been saved. You can be saved and still have doubts. You can be saved and still have doubts. You can be healed and still have doubts. You can, take, you, can take, you can be sick and, and just go for a drug. And the moment you take the drug, the drug begins to work, but there are still signs of, of what sickness is or the pain. You are having some, some back pain, some waist pain, and, you, and, and they just give you a drug. When you take it, some way, some out, the pain does not go instantly. But it doesn't change the fact that you are healed. When they pray for you, it doesn't mean that you are not healed but you are, in fact you have doubt why because there are signs that it is still there may the Lord help us and not and not, help, not, not make us walk in doubt when you believe something you, you, in fact you can still doubt it you can still doubt it it's like I'm just praying for that day that I'll, I'll just get a call in fact I, I don't know about you but I'll, I'll just get a call and say that oh we have, we have bought you a house we bought house, a six-bedroom house here. And sometimes, something good can come your way and you say, I, I, I don't believe it. <laughs> you have a pay rise and you say, no, 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 no. This cannot be my paycheck. Meanwhile, you have been paid and you can see your name. Something good can happen to you and you have seen the thing and you are still having doubts. And a lot of us have that with our work with God. We are saved, but we still have doubts. But I will show you one of the consequences of working in doubt. It can cost you as far as you work in doubt. I'll show you. <laughs> doubt is to your spirit. As pain is to your body. Doubt is to your spirit. As pain is to your body. The body can be under undue stress. Why? Because there is pain. And many of us, because of our doubt, we are not certain. We are not assured. We, we are not sure that if we die right now, maybe because of the tough times we are going through, we have doubts. A lot of believers are doubting that God is with them. Why? Because a lot are in tough times. Difficult times. It's like you have made all your errands. You have, you have made all the things. There's no help coming from the north, not the south, not the east, not from the west. You have made all the calls you must make, and all of them have turned you down. And there is doubt that God is with you. What you go through does not change the fact that God is not with you. God is with you. Say, God is with me. So I will not doubt. In the name of Jesus. So, doubt. It's possible, but it's not profitable. Doubt is possible, but it's not profitable. Doubt is possible, but it's not profitable. It is possible to be very doubtful of your salvation, and yet you are saved. And when you doubt something, you don't receive what must come to you some of us we are delaying the blessings that must come to us why because we are walking in doubt if you don't if you if you walk in doubt see you will not find out the package of salvation you will not know what it entails you will not know the blessing of peace the blessing of sound mind the blessing of prosperity the blessing of long life the blessing of fruitfulness because of doubt you will not go after all these things that must come to you you cannot be married for years and never, at the point in your in your work with your spouse, have a certain form of disagreement. Somewhere, somehow, you are going to disagree. Somewhere, somehow, and that is how how uh, okay okay being saved is. Somewhere, somehow, once a while, doubt will come, but you must contend with it. There must be this assurance. Say this assurance. Say this assurance. There must be this assurance that God, I have saved. I have, I have noticed that one of the reasons why there is doubt, I'll, I'll, I'll say it again, is that people go through tough times and they feel that they are alone. And they ask, Oh, Lord, why me? <laughs> then the question is, Why not you? Who else? Who else should it be? If it's not you, should it be your neighbor? <laughs> it must be you so that you can trust God. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, why me? Why, why, why only me? Always, oh, I'm, the, I'm the only one going through. You're not the only one. And the Bible says that there's nothing new under the sun. The proof that you are going through, what you are going through is that somebody has gone through. And the proof that God will come through for you is because God came through for the person. Hallelujah. So you are not alone. Say you are not alone. Say I'm not alone. Turn your neighbor and say you are not alone. Don't walk in doubt because of what you go through. Say you are saved. Say you are saved. Say you are saved. Look into your neighbor's face and say you are saved. <laughs> Maybe that person doesn't have money on, on him or her. So it's not, it's not going down well. Look into that person's face and say you are saved. <laughs> uh, I am saved. I am very saved. And last thing I'll say is that we do not have to you shouldn't you shouldn't have these things in mind a hope so salvation number one number two a think so salvation and number three a maybe salvation but rather you must have a wonderful and a confident no so salvation knowing that i am saved No matter what I experience, no matter what I go through, no matter the uncertainties of life, I am saved. And because I am saved, God is with me, no matter what I go through. Place your right hand on your your heart as we pray and get ready for the communion. Say, Lord, take away doubts from my heart. Let me walk in the assurance of my salvation. Let me walk in the assurance that when you come again, I'll go home with you. Just pray, 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 pray. Let the voice of doubt be muted. From today, we will not doubt again. We are getting ready for, for our for, for our communion. Pray that Lord, as we are about to take this holy communion, pray that Lord, there will be an assurance. A restoration of assurance. Some of you want to give up because your faith has been tested so many times, but you cannot give up. Why? Because you must be assured that God is with you. You want to pray and say, Lord, Lord, forgive me for my sins as I take, as I take this.